Ezes Hashem is Barech. We will continue what we are learning in the holy letters of the Balatanya, letter number 12. What the she is Neschos Rafur Shalema, Fehinda, Mastaba Rachel. What we are learning, the letter which the act of charity is peace. And avoid the satsadaka, the inner dimension, the obsession with charity and compassion brings a silent, everlasting harmony and tranquility. We're going deep into this to understand the difference between the two, to understand the enormous revelation that there is in these words, Maisa and Avoida. Because as we've explained in chapter 37 in Tanya, he says the revelation of the messianic era and the awakening of the dead, which will be a revelation of the light of God, of the essence of all, of everything, the soul of all the souls. This is dependent on our activity and our avoida and our obsessions. Which means essentially that what you do now, now we make our stand. Person has an ability to see himself as his personality, to see himself as a victim of circumstance, to see himself with all of his traumas and all of his stories, to see 10 years to be in a therapy room, to go through an enormous amount of suffering. Then one day to realize that all of that suffering, all of that trauma, peer pressure, anxiety, relationship issues, all of that was from one moment in time for the core of his humanness, the core of his Adama Elyon, the core of the way he is made in the divine image the core of his godliness, of his infinity, the core of his soul, bursts forth, which shows that he is beyond time, is beyond space, he is beyond definition, the core of me and you. Are beyond limitations, are beyond definitions, are beyond perceptions. When we were made in the image, in the visage of God, 
we know deep down that God has no image. So when we say, when we are made in God's image, and at the same time we say there is no image of God, which means that even the ten energies that we possess, those are just ten energies of our soul. But the soul compared to the ten energies, the soul compared to my love, the soul compared to my intelligence, is infinitely greater. So there's my brain, and there's my intelligence, which is the soul of my brain. But then there's the soul of all the souls. There's the energy of the core of who I am. That is one with God. That resembles something that's beyond definition. And the deeper my resistance in life, the deeper traumas that I have, the deeper the enormous Hisnagdus. The deeper the gullus, the deeper the trap that I'm in, the rut that I'm in. Person sometimes 30, 40, 50 years, they're not getting out of their rut. They cannot transcend their traumas. They cannot send their pain. And then one day to realize what the Balatanya is saying over here, to discover that you are much more stronger than your pain. You cannot be defined by your pain. You cannot be defined by your trauma. You cannot be defined by all of your suffering. Because deep inside the core of you, there is an energy, a flintstone energy, that you can put the flintstone in water for years. But the resistance of one rock to the next will unleash an infinite potential. A potential that may be deep asleep inside you. But it will trampoline and burst forth. It will be unleashed. Where in that space you are similar to your creator. You are in touch with an infinite energy which is beyond anything imaginable. That's the whole gift of Yutes Kislev, which is going to be Shabbos. The Balatanya was put in prison for revealing the secrets of the Messianic era, for revealing the secrets of the Eitzachayim, of the Tree of Life, for revealing the secrets of the purpose of this world. And there was many reasons he went into prison. Each reason was in a different realm of consciousness because he shattered all the realms of consciousness. He shattered the realm of activity. He brought God deep into activity. He shattered the realm of speech, of emotions. He brought God deep into the emotions. He shattered the, the realm of intellect, of intelligence. He brought God deep into everyone's intelligence. And in each realm, there was tremendous resistance. There was resistance by the Talmudia Baal Shem because the Talmudia Baal Shem wanted 
the revelation to stay with them. And there was tremendous resistance from all the regular Jews that lived in that time because they were not ready for that type of revelation. And there was resistance from the angels in heaven. And they said the Jews are not yet worthy of the Messianic era. And they had resistance on every angle. And the Balatanya was imprisoned. And on Yutes Kislev, from heaven they told him, you pushed back against the resistance and now you burst forth like a mighty river. You burst forth with a tremendous peace. Like he wrote in his holy letter, because of the compassion. The Balatanya spent his whole life collecting money for the people in Israel, for the holy rabbis in Eretz Yisrael, in Eretz HaKodesh, in Tzvas. And he says, It's this compassion unleashing and releasing and teaching the whole world that the purpose of the whole entire Torah's compassion makes you untouchable in your moment of the complete darkness. The darkness is only brought upon you so you can know how cherished you are by God. Because if you touch compassion for one moment in time, compassion becomes your shield. Compassion becomes your gliding force. It allows you to be lisayer. It allows you to explore. It allows you to go to areas where no one has gone before. And because Yaakov Avinu was compassion, he gave birth to a son, Yosef. Yosef went and he took over the whole Mitzrayim. He owned the land. And it was all because of Yaakov. Yaakov Avinu was the meat of compassion. And when you're compassionate on another person, you unleash something that's unimaginable. And the Holy Balatani was told the day that he was released from prison from heaven, that now you are going to unleash something far beyond. You are going to own your trauma. You are going to own the prison sentence. You are going to own the tzimtzum. You are going to own the revelation, meaning to say that whatever you did before was before Far Petterberg, it was before St. Petersburg, whatever you taught was Yaakov energy. But what you're going to teach now is Yisrael energy. You beat the angel of Esau. You beat the trauma. You beat the tzimtzum. You beat all of the suffering and the brokenness. You beat it. You faced it head on. And you've understood that all the darkness and all the pain and all the suffering is so you should own it. So you should push deep within the core of who you are and triumph. It may break you down time and time again. It just means that you haven't unleashed the Yisrael Shabbat Neshama. You haven't unleashed the minister of God, which means you haven't unleashed the core of who you are, the Yasher Kale. You haven't tapped into the core of who you are, the Ava Aza, the Ava Rabba, the deep infinity that lies deep in the core of your heart, the Rusa Daliba, the part of God that's inside you that's unshakable, uncorruptible, untouchable. And when that's unleashed, the Jewish people become a mighty force, a force that mirrors the divine image.
And this is the enormous revelation of Yutas Kislev. The secret of the Tzimtzum, the secret of Golos, the secret of the resistance, the secret of my traumatic life, the secret of the whole entire Torah to understand Parsha by Parsha. Resistance, non-stop resistance. The story of all of our fathers is the story of your life. You live with the times every single week. And the whole entire Torah is the secret of Pokoid, the law of supply and demand. Demand meaning emptiness. David tells Yonison, Yonison tells David, and David tells Yonison, when your cheer will be empty, then we will remember you, which means the darkness gives birth to a light unimaginable. Pokoid means emptiness from the space of emptiness will be pokoid, will be filled. Sarah didn't have children for 25 years after they told they were going to have kids. And that yearning, that emptiness, that drive, that oppositional force, almost to give up and then to burst forth Hashem to create the most amazing humor. Everybody laughed. Because that experience, to quench your thirst, to be satisfied, to beat the Malach of Esav, to transform the world, to watch your trauma become a joke of the past. For Yosef to come one day and to say, I'm the king of the world. I suffered enormous amount, which is to bring Yaakov to Yisrael, to bring Yaakov into his completion. To understand this enormity. When we say activity, my Seinu, we mean Yaakov Avinu just being Yaakov as a mixture of his two energies, his father's energy and his grandfather's energy. And first he starts out with his grandfather's energy. And then he pushes, he pushes along 22 years, no sleeping in the cold, suffering. And he's outsmarted by his father-in-law and he's deep in the world. Not like his father who has remained above everything. He wanted to just, his father was a carbon. He was a sacrifice for God. His father was blind. His father had nothing to do with the world. But Yaakov went deep into the world. And from within the world, he beat his brother Esau. He was defined by his brother Esau. He was given a name, Yaakov, Yud Ekev. He was defined by his traumas. And then one day, he beats his angel of Esau. He beats him. He says, you were only there to unleash the core of who I am, which is Yisrael, which means to narrow down God, the feminine version of the creativity. And over here we come to this enormous secret of man. That on your right side, you have Chochme Chesed Netzach. Whether you're a man or a woman, on your right side, you have these energies, the wisdom energy, your intelligence. Your vision, your right side is love. I love you. What I'm going to give you. And on your right foot, your right side is my competition, my drive in life. And you might think that the right side is far more important than the left side. But we don't have to talk about the feminine separate from the masculine. We have to talk about unwholesomeness. You're looking in the mirror now. So your right side is love, your right side is wisdom, and your right side is competition, competitive energy, netzachim. You're going to be everlasting. You're going to have, you have an energy, an infinity energy. You want to conquer the world. 
So what could possibly be on the left side? Explains the Holy Balatanya, the left side is Bina, Gvura, and Hoyt. You want to know what those energies are? Bina is 10x Chachma. You know what means 10x? It means 10 times. Bina doesn't know anything. Bina is the vehicle, the vessel, the organ of understanding. But Bina has nothing of its own. But whatever you put inside it, it will understand. Nun Shari Bina, there are 50 gates of understanding. Whatever you put inside me will go from one gate to the next. And I will fully understand you. So what will I do to your Chachma? I will own your Chachma and I will make it 10x, 10 times. Your Chachma will become Bina, your Chachma will be understood. So any man who ever gets married has to understand. She represents Bina. She represents Gvura. She represents Hoid. What does Gvura tell Chesed? The most misunderstood concept in the whole Hasidic philosophy. Gvura tells Chesed, you know what I'm going to do for you? Ten times, a hundred times. You have love. I don't feel your love. When she shows up at the first date, what essentially is interacting between a man and a woman is, the man says, I'm love. I'm here to conquer you. I'm here to take you, win you over. And she's sitting over there and she says, I don't, your, your, your wisdom, I don't understand your wisdom. Yeah, we're going to have trade in below Miss Parsha. We're going to have a beautiful marriage together. I'm going to frustrate you to the core. You're going you're gonna to narrow down your wisdom to my understanding. And then once I understand it, you'll understand it too. You're going to tell me your love? I don't feel your love. Because a woman doesn't show up and say, Gvura, I'm going to just accept what you love. I don't feel your love. And she tells it in his whole entire life because she's going to make his love real. She's going to do 10x, 10 times. When that love is felt, when that love is narrowed down, when that love becomes real, then it becomes 10x, then it becomes 10 times, then the love is felt by the left side of the heart. When he gives the love from a place of, I feel you. And the same thing is with hoid energy. What is hoid? Hoid is 10 times netzach. The woman says, you're here to win me over? I only surrender, I only devote myself to somebody who wins me over completely. Just by me standing over here. I'm going to challenge you. And I want to see, I want to see how deep, I want to see deep within what's going to come out. And then the left foot is always following the right foot, but the left foot's standing straight. The left foot's holding the right foot. To understand this enormous idea in your own body, your left side is your amplification. It will own all your right energy. It will bring that to the world. But the left side is far superior than the right side. And this was the secret of Yaakov Avinu. You see, you get married, if you're on the right side, and you're giving to your wife, it's wonderful. Space of love, husband and wife. Right when you get engaged, it's already shalom, it's already peace. But you haven't touched the core of life yet. You're going to have to start with Yitzchak. You're going to have to start with Yaakov, Yudekev. You're going to have to feel your, your wife. You're going to listen to her. You feel with the left side. Oh, but when you give me love, I get that love with my left side. I don't get it with my right side. You're going to give me love, whether you're a man or woman. You're my friend. You give me love. 
I can't receive that love with my right side. I can only receive it with my left side. My left side feels your love. So if I'm a man, I'm giving love all the time. And when I have a good friend of mine, and he gives me a hug, I receive it with my left side of my heart because I feel his love. I can't get his love with my right side. My right side is my giving side. But in marriage, it's the opposite. Before you give anything, you have to feel. Let me feel my wife. Let me feel her. What, is, what does she want? A woman says, don't give me solutions. Don't give me love. When I'm telling you my problem, I want you to validate me. I want you to empathize with me. Feel me. Use your left side. Get in touch with me. You have a left side too. I'm primarily left side. I, am, I rule feeling. And when I narrow you down, when, I, when you're there to feel me, then you can find a solution to my problem. First, I want to be felt. I want to be understood. I want mefaisoi. First, I want you to, to comfort me. I want you to listen to me. I want you to understand the enormous contribution I have for you. And that's not an easy thing. That's a whole lifetime where you think you have everything. Life is a picnic. Marriage is a picnic. What your wife's going to do for you. No, it's what she allows you to do for her because when you can do for her, you get in touch with mirroring the divine image. You get in touch with Midas HaRachamim because your contract to your wife is to create Rachamim. You're primarily responsible for Chesed. She's primarily responsible for Gvura. You're primarily responsible for love and she's more primarily responsible for feeling. And her feeling wants to feel your love. And your love must be felt by her. And together... You will feel your own love and you will feel her love and she will feel your love and she will unleash in you a deeper love than you ever thought possible. She will allow you to get in touch with deep inside your right side. There's a love that's beyond what you could imagine. But if you interact with each other, if you're desperate for each other, if you engage in a void and obsessive Nature, if you see the resistance, every time she puts the resistance, it's to unleash the core of who you are, Yisrael. And that's the Tzvich Parashan, that's the secret of Yutas Kislev. To understand that Avram was the beginning, and Yitzchak was also the beginning. But Yaakov was the purpose, but even Yaakov, when he intertwined this Avram and Yitzchak energy inside of him, and he married, first he thought he was marrying Rachel, but then he marries Leah. And he lived with Leah, until Leah and Rachel become one. They give two types of children, but in our lives, this is the secret of our whole life. To own our traumas, to own, to, to, to own Asaph, to own the Malach of Asaph, to own all the demons, to look past my whole history in one moment in time. I beat the Malach of God. It's an angel. It's something that's beyond description. And when you touch it for one moment, your whole history makes sense. And we're going to touch it in the Messianic era. But the gift of the Boli Balatanya, the gift of the Vashemtev is to touch it today, to understand that you can take all of your traumas in one moment in time. The Rosh Hashanah of Chassidus is Yutas Kislev, which means the meaning of my life, not just the Rosh Hashanah of the year. To ask, what am I doing in this world? And the answer is to get in touch with my Yisrael. Every Jew is been a Yisrael, deep in the core of who you are. You are stronger than your trauma. And for that, you have to get in touch with compassion. Because if you didn't suffer in your life, how will you be able to unleash the right side of who you are? The gvura in your life is your, take the gvura to the extreme. It's your animal, it's your personality, it's your traumas, it's your addictions, it's your temptations, it's your darkness. But that darkness will unleash a light. There is a light that's light and there is a darkness that's light. The left side is your darkness 
and the left side to the extreme is even a deeper darkness. But that darkness is transformed to light when unleashed. That darkness will unleash a light in your soul that you have no idea possible. When it will make peace out of all of your trauma, all of your suffering, you will look back on it and you will see the shafti v'shalom. You will see bikish leisha v'shalva. You will see that Yaakov Avinu wanted to sit. Little did he have any idea that his son will own the world. Little did he have any idea that all his suffering will have a hashkit vavetak, will be a never-ending, everlasting, silent tranquility. But that can only come about when you're pushed to the limit. And then an unleashing of an energy to get in touch with your left side, to own your left side, where right and left are interacting all the time. Which means my feeling energy, my suffering with another person where I eliminate boundaries between poor man and rich man because I'm listening all the time, where I eliminate boundaries between me and my wife because whatever she's missing is all for me. She could have been created more perfect than me. But the fact that she allows me the opportunity to get in touch with who I am, she will own that also. And for us Jewish people to understand that what we give to God is the same thing, what my wife gives to me, which is 10x. Ten times. That's what Malchus means. We are God's Malchus. We bring and we make him real in the world to understand the enormity of our davening. When we pray, when we get out of our left side, when we give back to God, we take everything. God gave us our life and then we say to understand that the left side is far more powerful than the right side because God wanted something real in this world and we do that for 2,000 years. From 15 million Jewish people, we are making God real in the world. When a Jew is completely not religious and he screams, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekin Hashem one day, that's making God real. That's the pregnant potential that exists in the feminine and that exists in us. And we all have the ability to unleash the Yisrael, to unleash this idea that the Torah is real, that God is real to unleash our left side, to unleash the, the body and the animal, the trauma, to show that the deep inside there is a core of truth. And that's the avoid the senu, that's the avoid the satsudokah. That is to understand that my contract is compassion, to unleash deep within the feeling until it takes me over completely. And that's the secret of this holy letter. And the secret is to be able to have that now. That's what he says, to have this everlasting, never-ending tranquility, to touch it even for one moment of time. And that was the purpose of Yutas Kislev. That is the purpose of the whole Balatanya, to give us the gift to be able to touch the Messianic era now. You guys said no.